The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This whole skit just just reveals like something about it. People have been dunking on it left and right. And I get it. It's a skit. It's funny. It's whatever. But something about it, I feel like, reveals how these people think. Everything is bureaucracy. Everything is just a business. Divine bureaucracy. What does that I mean? I love you said it. That like I should know what that is. We talked about this with um with the movie Soul about how like the how do you remember that was three years ago? <laughs> no, I, I think because I think about it all the time. It just it's just it, I mean the Good Place was the same way. It's just the system oh, of yeah. government that you are under changes how you perceive heaven. Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast hosted by two little alien corpses found in Peru. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick, and this is The Crunch, a little podcast where we try to find out if Catholics can be funny, and uh, it's taken us a while, but we'll get there. It's little taken podcast. us. It's taken us at least as long as it took them to put together... It's taken us much longer than it took for them to fabricate those alien corpses. I'll tell you that much, dude. I'll t- I'm gonna tell. We gotta talk about that before we talk about that. Did you know that three days ago was our seven year anniversary of podcasting? And oh, I did know that. I did make, know that. Yeah, we didn't make a we didn't make a peep about it. We didn't say nothing to anybody. We didn't say nothing. We, our mods in our Discord reminded us. Yeah, it is. That's that. true. They did. We're getting <laughs> we're getting long in the tooth. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you don't really celebrate you don't really celebrate seven years. You know, it's like we'll yeah. celebrate when we get it was every year until five, and then it was like, we'll see you at ten. You know, we'll yeah, see you at a right. decade, and then yeah, we'll celebrate. I'm so excited. <laughs> ten year anniversary. Ten years, we gotta do something. We gotta do something we big. Do it, we do it on nine eleven. <laughs> we have to. What's yeah. Someone look up what our day, first episode what, posted on, was posted on 9/11. That our first episode was posted on 9/11, not on purpose, but it's funny because the first episode was called "God's Not Your Wingman," and I just happened to upload a picture of Tom Cruise in a fighter jet from Top Gun. I uploaded as, like, a, a cover meme photo. 
Yeah. I uploaded a meme. Did you see the meme that I uploaded on 9-11? No. On 9-11. It was, removing a, it was removing a block from a Jenga tower, and the tower was... Oh, oh dude. One person oh. caught it. One person One person noticed, and I was like, no. Petra, Petra, Petra. These, those are the types of things that the, when they do our documentary, they're going to be like, was this, a, was this a cry for help? Was this a sign that Patrick had been working with the insert foreign government that you think was responsible here? So someone was like, someone was like, you really posted a tower meme on 9-11? And I was like, yeah, not only that, the tower is falling, the falling. on a person. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Um, no, it was an accident. We we keep we keep having these these uh Unlike terrorism faux pas. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty tough. But um, I think I think whatever day, hopefully nine eleven in three years is on a Friday. That's what I'm hoping. I don't know if that'll be the case. <laughs> It'll probably be on a Thursday. But if it is on a we Friday, can we can we can find out now. <laughs> yeah, we could. Well, I don't. I want the audience to look it up. Leave me in suspense. Don't tell me. You know, I tell me tell on you, Discord I'm look it after the fact. Um, but I want to talk about these. I want to talk about these Mexican aliens before we get into anything real. Dude, you nailed it. It's on a Friday. Did I really? Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> we're gonna rent a bar. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have little finger sandwiches. We're gonna have. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> But we're not. But we're for sure not going to have two finger sandwiches standing upright next to each other. That we're definitely not going to do that. They're all going to be very. We're all going to be on their own table. <laughs> there's not going to be Every any way. Sandwich. It's not going to be. No one's allowed to stand next to each other. No one of the same height is allowed to stand next to each other, especially not if one has a little antenna. Yes. And the other one doesn't. Right. No, no one, one of is the age to... of eleven is allowed to come. No one of the age of no nine one. is allowed to come. No one mm-hmm. that was born in. 911 is allowed to come. No one who was born in 2011 or 1911 is allowed right. to come. We don't we just don't want there to be any questions asked. We want this to be an above board 911 podcast party. We're going okay? to have the party start at 912, so at no point in the night is it 911. What if we <laughs> if we do have the party, it probably should start at like 7 p.m., but we do have to have a moment of silence at 911 p.m on 9-11 we would have yeah. to do that for the people anyway um did you see the did you see mexico congress and what they put together no really no, no. you haven't seen like the memes floating around mexico congress yeah you didn't you didn't see the the hearing you didn't see you you saw none of this you haven't seen the little no. the two little guys in the coffins i that saw they the little out. guys yeah you didn't what you just assumed that was what like at a party? Like what did you think that was? <laughs> I saw the two little guys. I figured they found it in the ground and I figured mm-hmm. that it was meaningless. What what? Oh man. You have so much to learn. They I they look they look like they look like little idols. That's all they look like. They look like the Pachamama. Um they it's here's what here's what happened. And this is crazy to me. So I was watching the show about the Mexican aliens. And, and then my grandpa started yelling about the wall. And I turned off that channel. And I flipped to another channel. And I started I watching like, a different show. There are only aliens the if they're aliens. here. All right. That's... <laughs> uh, but I, if but they're they, there, so, they're not aliens. They're just so citizens. <laughs> the hearing started. It was, it was an independent, like a congressman 
in Mexico called this hearing. So it wasn't like an official over there. They call them Congress hombres, but go on Congress hombre. Uh, and he, he called this meeting on his own. It wasn't like a group parliament action, right? The King of Mexico he just called a called meeting. meeting. Yeah. You can yeah. just call a meeting. And he said the cameras can come and all these things, but it wasn't like official, but it was kind of official because it was in a government building hosted by a government yeah. official, you know, so anyway. So, uh, they start by showing pseudo. some pseudo official. Uh, if it was hosted by a female congressperson, it would be pseudo official. And <laughs> and they start by showing videos of of unidentified aerial phenomena, right? So they're showing they're showing videos of the lights in like the triangular and trapezoidal shapes. We've all seen these videos on the History Channel. They start by showing some new footage, high definition, pretty good sure. stuff, enjoyable if you're into it. After that part is over, they bring out these two boxes and they just open it up and there's just two little guys in there, in the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, it's so funny because I'm reading the Reddit thread as people, people reacting to it. And they're like, whoa, new UFO footage. Awesome. Like, oh, I've, I've seen this one before. I've seen something like this, you know, when I was out on the ocean and like, and then all of a sudden, like the part where the little guys get wheeled out and everybody's like, they just have alien bodies that they brought out. But it turns out that they found these near the Nazca lines. Are you familiar with the Nazca lines? No, I am not. The Nazca lines are you didn't you don't know about this? No. Really? You never seen no. um Indiana Jones 4? Mm-mm. Anyway, you really? <laughs> no, I mean I did, but it was like, you know, like when you watch the prequels. You know, the, the Star Wars prequels when you're a kid and you're like, oh, yeah, the Senate and the Federation and the trade routes. And you're just like, I don't know, man. When are they going to fight with the big laser swords? You know, that's how I felt with Indiana yeah. Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I was like, when are they going to run through a city? When are they going to fight with swords on Jeeps? I don't care about the plot, you know? You're such a cerebral 12-year-old, you know? Yeah, I was conscious <laughs> of my... Of my uh, Lack of consciousness. Patrick, Patrick's <laughs> re- reading through Intermorifica in the showing of Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, critiquing it on the Vatican II's standards of media consumption. It was when Blu-ray um, had first come out and my friend had a had a had a high definition television. And I remember going, Whoa. Ooh. This is the, the my first the, it's so clear. The first and last Blu-ray that I purchased was the movie Nine. Like oh. the number with like the little animated sure. puppets. I don't know. Not not really my thing. I watched it once. Now I have it on Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of how Blu-ray goes. But anyway, so uh so the Nazca lines, there are these huge um like if you look at them from a plane, which you couldn't okay. look at from when they were made, they're these huge like drawings. And these lines that appear to be pointing in a certain direction. There's a lot of theories about them. Like, why are they there? Who built them? There's like no, it, there's no, not a lot of solved mysteries as to why these lines are in the ground making these huge painting or these huge like drawings that no one could have seen like the full scope of them, you know, from the ground. So like, why, why did they make them? There's no, unless they clear, were like, UFOs. Right. Exactly. Unless there's no clear UFOs. like yeah. center. There's no like temple. There's no altar. There's no religious obvious things that you would see in other places. I think it's a landing strip for UFOs. 
that's just me. Mm. But they found they found these two little the two little guys at the Nazca lines, and then they got passed around, and eventually the Mexico government finds them, and they're analyzing the bodies, and they're like, oh, oh they, you know, they're analyzing they analyzed the the this is what I want to say. So they're two little guys, but I don't think they're aliens. I actually think there's something much more insidious, uh, because they were they analyzing look like pagan like, oh, idols. They, I don't think that they're pagan idols. I think what they are think actually, so. based on the um, the X-rays that I saw, is I and just what was happening in the region. You know, this is a thousand years ago. My bet is is that this was some type of uh, ritualistic flesh construct. That's probably the most objective way that I can say it without grossing Gross. people out. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I think it was involved in like the human sacrifice type stuff. Mm. And I think I think it was like a they made an idol, but not out of like stone or out of crystal or out of anything else. But they used the other materials that they had at their disposal. Uh, and so I think it's like everyone's like, oh, it's, what if it's an alien? I'm like, what if it's not, you know, like what if the Spaniards were right? Yeah. Like what if the conquistadors <laughs> were, in fact, correct justified <laughs> yeah and so what if this is all man-made horror beyond comprehension and we should probably uh yeah the conquistadors are interesting in church history because they're like two they're like pirates and treasure hunters and they want glory and they like to swashbuckle but like sure. the but you can't really accept them because they also were so catholic that they like wiped out an entire continent of pagans and yeah, so it's which like is crazy, <laughs> which is crazy. So it's like, you're the not going to see Disney making a conquistador, a fun conquistador movie starring yeah, you just... um, Benedict Cumberbatch anytime soon. You know, no, definitely not. Definitely. Yeah. Not. Yeah. You, you, they, they, and they, they'll make a fun movie about, they'll make a fun movie about the, uh, the, 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 the Protestant pilgrims coming to, america but they won't they won't make a fun movie about the catholics now no but ours is way more exciting oh my gosh it involves so think? much swashbuckling the Protestant so much person, the so much, coming so to america much swashing so much buckling it's just the, like it's the Protestants coming to break. america when catholics when catholics came to america they had swords and guns and ships and horses and the gospel and when protestants came to america they brought um women in long dresses and men uh <laughs> chewing on tobacco and uh the men should be in long no dresses. alcohol the men should be in long dresses and they <laughs> and brought uh monks. what did they what did they bring they invented um they brought thanksgiving and I mean, I'm really struggling to think like the the Plymouth Rock and the landing. They brought those little hats with the buckles on them. Right. That's cool. Yes, the I guess. buckle hats. The buckle but hats. Can, Don't can, see those. Those anymore. are really easy to make out of. You know, you tape those on your head when you're a kid. Oh, yeah. We all, we all have pilgrim hats. You give me one of those and you give me a five finger turkey and I'm contento for an afternoon. <laughs> You know, leading we, up to parent-teacher really, really conferences, do, we really do stop. We really do stop the finger, the hand turkey, when we turn a certain age, and that's yeah, that's a that's a tragedy. Why do we Why do we stop the hand turkey? The hand is the perfect turkey accoutrement to make a turkey. You know, I we think every one of us, as we go through our day, we should look down at our hands 
and make and a little think, turkey and think gobble gobble. <laughs> I I was thinking about the conquistadors today. I think about the conquistadors very often. Really? I was thinking about the conquistadors today, yes, because we were here first. Did you know that? This was a this was a friendship ending fight for me and my friend Matthew in elementary school. Rough. The oldest, the oldest city in America. Do you know what the oldest city in America is? St. Augustine, Florida. St. Augustino. San Augustino, Florida, baby. It is. Ooh. It is. And yet in school, we are taught about the oldest English settlement, Jamestown. Yeah. Them, what a lame name for a city, huh? Them fools talking about Roanoke. Like I'm supposed to know what that means. Get out of here. It means nothing. It means nothing it means to nothing. me. First Catholic Mass in the New World celebrated in San Augustino, Florida. And you can go there. You can go to a Mass there today. It's great. We were here first. We did a little trail across the bottom of the country. And mm-hmm. then we were like, hey, pagans want to learn about Jesus? And they were like, no, we're going to kill you. Oh. We were like, ah, no. No, no. Don't do it. And the pilgrims got here and they were like, we'll cut your hair off if you give us corn. <laughs> there was really no like there was really no like exchange there you yeah know? there really <laughs> wasn't an exchange it's like we're gonna live next to you until we decide that we want to live on your land and then we're gonna kill you whereas with the catholics it was like hey what's up we got the gospel do you wanna be friends and then it was just an immediate no we're gonna start killing no, you and so i think because the protestants came in a little bit less hot well they had fewer fewer items right like if you're imagine you're in your wigwam and you're living in your life and yeah. you see a guy on a horse in armor and he's got gold and he's got spices and he's got you know and there and he's he's speaking in this this language and you're like whoa this is either a god or something that is here to kill me yeah right so that's that makes a lot of sense why they either converted or they attacked him but if you imagine you're in your teepee up north and you're and you're there and you're about to go out on the hunt or whatever you're you're leaving the the log the long house to go mm-hmm. gather some whatever and you see a, a man cresting a hill in a buckle hat you're like this 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 guy poses <laughs> no guy threat to me threat. he's there's no threat to me at all threat. i'm it gonna turns out I'm, the first guy it turns out the first guy was gonna preach the gospel and let you keep your culture the second guy came up with smallpox blankets so that's yeah <laughs> that's we really great, maybe great. we should the church should really think more about how it presents itself, don't you think? Definitely. Definitely. I think we, we have Although maybe an correct, image problem. I will problem. correct your understanding. I will correct your understanding first. Please. Native American, the Native American persecutors of the Christians were sophisticated. They figured out. Oh, they were. Yeah. They they learned. They knew so much about the Catholic faith that St. Isaac Jogues, I think it was St. Isaac Jogues. Yeah, you're, they you're right. They knew. You're right. They knew that he couldn't celebrate mass if he didn't have these two fingers, and say so they cut off those two fingers. Yeah, and so no, he had they to didn't. Patrick, special permission. They did not cut them off; they chewed them off. I need you to oh, be. Gross. I need you to be accurate. Yeah, yeah. I wrote an article about this guy yeah. on Life Team anyway. in 2017. You so did. That's I think I, I know. That. I know what yeah, the hell I'm, what I'm talking, talking about. about. I'm a little bit of an expert, <laughs> but anyway, I this this I was reading a book today i'm finishing i'm finishing my no. third or fourth gk chesterton book this this year goodness gracious i, I am can, becoming in is that why is that why your your belly is growing exponentially 
day by day. I'm 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 I'm, I'm dead C maxing. I'm King K rule maxing. Okay. <laughs> yes, indeed. People were really uncomfortable with our description of that man last week. They, I don't understand why he was an absolute glorious bit like uh, fabrication of God. Nothing wrong with that man. I will Listen, say his body. His body is a temple. All right, and baby, that's that's that thing's bigger than the dome of St. Peter's. I tell you what. <laughs> You drop some rose petals in that thing, swing the incense back and forth. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. I know what you mean. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So I, uh, Chesterton in, in the ball and the cross. This is a, mm. it's a really funny story about an atheist a ball and, and a, a cross. Christian. Oh, about an atheist and a Christian. The, the atheist runs a newspaper and he blasphemes the blessed mother in the newspaper. And oh. the Christian is like so offended that he breaks the window and challenges the man to a duel and the atheist is like based you're in front of the in front of the judge he's like i'm not gonna fight this guy even if he calls me a coward i'm not gonna fight him and then mm-hmm. later he's like you're darn right i'm gonna fight you we're gonna fight right now we just can't tell them that we're gonna come to blows and so they're they're about to duel and they, so keep, they come to they blows. Keep getting thwarted they keep getting thwarted because oh, okay. it's legal to duel in england and so every chapter is like them almost dueling and then them having to join forces to run away together it's oh, really yeah, it's funny, funny. That is funny. It's yeah. uh, they they they're constantly getting into these um wacky these scenarios, shenanigans, wacky scenarios yeah. where they're like, oh, we have to team up, and we can't duel right now because if we no. do, then one of the other the person who survives is going to get arrested. If they anyway, had trench coats back when GK Chesterman was alive, he would write a story about two guys stacked on top of each other in a trench coat for sure. He's that type of dude <laughs> for sure, for sure. If they had trench coats back, imagine then, imagine if he tried to do that. If someone if someone got on his shoulders and it's just like a the <laughs> widest base of a trench coat that you've ever seen in your life, the guy I'm a guy shaped. I'm, I'm picturing I'm picturing our accountant sticking out of the top, you know, little rascal, and he's just just the biggest the biggest badonk G.K. Chesterton a rat underneath him. You know what I mean? It's just like a guy shaped like an Erlenmeyer flask. You know what I'm saying? Nice. That's what you were waiting for. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, good. that's that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> the the punchline, the pun, one of the punchlines that I, I haven't finished it. I'm on the last chapter, but the punchline of the of the of the story is that they they get to the end of their journey and they're locked up in an insane asylum. And it turns out no. that this was all part of a ruse. No. So that the the um. They were captured and they were kept there, and they were used as uh, they were used as a, uh, an excuse for the head of the insane asylum to push legislation through Parliament that made you had to get legally certified sane to be allowed out in public. So you had to prove you were not insane. Anyway, long story like short, like a clockwork orange, sort of, yeah. And so, like, the punchline is is McKee and the the um, the Christian. He goes and he's like, I realized something. I was wrong to fight you. And the atheist says, what? And he's like, yeah, I don't think it would have been right. I think if I had killed you, it would have been a venial sin. And the atheist is like, well, thanks for that. <laughs> Which I think is really funny. It wouldn't just be a mortal sin. It would just be venial. And he was like, yeah, because like the, he says the, the church always goes mad. Like I understand that. The, the church always goes a little insane. Um, he's like the Inquisition and the St. Bartholomew Massacre. I don't know what that is, but it's probably recent. Like, okay, fine, the Inquisition, the Crusades, the Galileo thing. They always go a little bit crazy in defense of of the of the faith. But whenever the church goes crazy, the world responds by going even crazier. Just absolutely bananas. 
And so his his thing was like, I was crazy to challenge you to a fight, but it's it's spiraled out of control to where the world's response to my fight is to declare everyone insane until proven innocent, until proven sane, right? And I think that's the um, that's like, I'm that's kind of how I'm thinking about the we brought up the conquistadors. Like the the response to the conquistadors is okay. They were probably a little zealous, probably a little overzealous in killing the bloodthirsty pagans. They probably went a little too far. But like our our response is to like deface statues of Unibrosera and declare the entire Christian project one big evil. You know, anyway. in this house, Christopher Columbus is a hero. <laughs> you ever seen that clip from The Sopranos? Yeah. There's a whole episode of The Sopranos where the Italians and the uh, and the Native Americans squabble over Christopher Columbus. Is, it's very funny. Is Christopher Columbus the guy that the guy's talking about when he's like, what about all those people he killed? Or he, he was the best what guy murder? What murder? What murder? <laughs> me, with, <laughs> me, me with the conquistadors. <laughs> what murder? What murder? I'm trying to frame, I'm trying to take that that clip and I want to make it into a video about um, guys who have read, who have only read the Psalms, but not the story of King David. It's a woman saying, what about all the people he killed? He's the best guy around. What murder? You know, like you don't know that. I'm trying, I can't figure out how to like frame it yet. Mm. We'll get there. It's, it's noodling. It's saved. I've got like 10 of those cooking where I'm just like, once I crack this nut, it's going to be over for you (laughs) fools. Just workshop them with me and I'll plug them into a meme that I've seen. Oh, so you'll take my glory. No, you can just do it yourself. I'll just tell you what to do. Hmm. We have the same Instagram account. <laughs> I don't understand where the, the credit lies. I just, here. I, just like, I just get so mad when the stuff that you post is better than the stuff that I post, you know? Well, I mean, you don't post very much. That's what I mean. I have so many more flops than I do successes. I do it's think you gotta. I, I do think my average is higher than yours because I, I, I I'm like a, I'm like a sniper rifle instead of like a, like a water gun like you, you know. Yep. Tiny little uh, super soaker over in Florida trying to make an impact. <laughs> no, you're doing great. I'm proud of you. I love you. It's very uh, fun. I do need to post more. Anyway, I want to talk about the the topic of the day. The if that's all right going with insane? you, the world going insane, which we've already sort of addressed. Um, but did you watch the video that I sent you? Correct. Yeah. I saw that video of Tim Apple and mother nature. Yeah. So if you don't know, there's an Apple event. It doesn't matter. It's not important. Um, but one of the, the most important thing out of the Apple event was Apple. If you don't know, is a technology company based out of uh, San Bernardino, California. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought maybe for some of our international listeners. I like the idea that there's someone out there who doesn't know what Apple is, even though Apple knows everything about them. (laughs) Yeah, so there's this guy named Steve Jobs, and he had a pancreas. That's important. Remember that that guy had a rough job with his pancreas. He He had a rough job with his pancreas. He actually had two because he paid for it. He was able to get a new pancreas quicker than he would have if he did not have billions Billions of of dollars. dollars. Yeah, he jumped to the front of the line. Hey, 
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so Apple had an event and one of the things that they did at the event was they had this video and I encourage you to watch it. The link is in the description, Ryan, it's under Tim Apple's, uh, Twitter page. You can go find it. Um, but it's this five minute video. It's a skit. It's a sketch. And I saw this sketch and to be frank, it enraged me. And (laughs) I watched it and I knew it would. I was like, this Ethan's probably just fuming at this right now. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of really interesting stuff that's underneath the surface of it. But just let's, if we can just talk about the surface level of it. So it the the whole the plot of the video is it's the Apple team getting together and it's Mother Nature's annual visit to the Apple complex. And it's all the Apple leadership team promising about all the things that they're doing to help the environment. That's basically what I love the it. video is. I love that. But I love but the, the implication. I love it. I love the way the implication that that, no, <laughs> that before we get into that, before we get into that, under the <laughs> under the thumb of some like mystical deity. <laughs> the answer to it's funny. I like it. But before we get into that, I just wanted to say how absolutely insane. I just, for whatever reason, anybody who's currently right now in between the ages of 35 and 45 should not be allowed in a writer's room. You should not be allowed to write anything. You should not be allowed to make jokes. You should not be allowed to cast actors in skits. This was done during the writer's strike. So all the people that are paid to do this full time were out. And you can, let me tell you what, you can tell because the... (laughs) I oh the the CEO Tim Apple is sitting at the table and in this sketch they think it's they think it's appropriate for the CEO of the the world's most profitable company of all time to be just sitting there saying hi my name is Tim like practicing that this woman this 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 Gaia figure is so powerful and so scary that Tim Apple has to practice saying his name. His own it's not name. Because, it's not because Tim Apple has anything wrong with him. It's because millennials can't fathom anybody having self-confidence. And that's what drives me insane. Is that is the, the way that got you. That's, that's the thing the that makes me so mad. You. It's like they can't fathom someone not needing to be 
<laughs> nervously squirming when in their seat. When I watched seat. it, I was wondering if it was going to be the climate change thing or the fact it's, that it's all of that goal. stuff too. They it's said all their of that goal was too. to eliminate. Ben, I need you to fact check something for me. They said their goal was to eliminate carbon from the atmosphere. <laughs> no qualifiers. <laughs> they want to. They want to extinguish all human life. They want to get like, rid of all on. of us. They they didn't even play that like it was a joke or a mistake. They just said our goal is to eliminate carbon from the atmosphere. And I was like, hold on, you can't <laughs> well, do wait that. A wait a minute, I'm carbon. I'm carbon. I'm breathing out all the time. What do you mean? <laughs> God, it's going. Okay, I can't grab it. <laughs> my, I breathe. I breathe out. My Apple phone goes. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, so now that we Anyways, have the millennial sorry. complaint, we have the writing that the writing complaint is out of the way. But I just, I just think it's absolutely insane how the the people of that generation <laughs> view the world in such a way that they they're so they're so terrified. So this is kind of into the thing about the mother nature. So, and I, I, I the way that she's. So we, I want to talk about her being like a deity, and then I want to talk about the way that she's portrayed in the actual boardroom. So. She comes in. Obviously, she's a black woman, um, because why not? And yeah, yeah. you got to do it. It's it would be sacrilege if they did anything else. But um, the way that she talks, so she has this line at the beginning where she's like, "Yeah, this is my third, um, you know, my third meeting today. This this better be good. You guys better not disappoint me." And my the thought is like, okay, is this like I I heard that and I was like, is that what these like 30 and 40 year old liberals think that God is actually like, like their only frame of reference for like an almighty authority figure is like a disappointed boss, boss. Yeah. you know, which is like, that is, it was, it was heartbreaking. Actually. It was one of the saddest things I've ever seen is like the only way that you can comprehend any type of like parental, parental or maternal deity, or like, paternal, yeah. like, authority or maybe even like love but it's not love there was no love at all in this whole thing it was all just like no it was, ser like, it was servitude servitude and yeah. obligation like the only yeah. way that they can conceive of it is like a slightly disappointed sassy black queen telling you that you're not doing good enough yeah. and that's that was like that was their depiction of like this almighty figure and i really thought that that was telling it was it was it was it was it was helpful for me yeah, because I am often told that the God we believe in is too harsh. I believe that the God they believe in is harsher and worse. And this, so this is crazy. More annoying, I would say. I think, I think, like that. I don't want to spend eternity with that. No, <laughs> I didn't even no. want to spend two years with that. If you know, you know. <laughs> and I'm. I'm busting at the seams about this because the um the 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 idea that's encased in this whole thing the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I think that this video reveals a lot about the technocratic leftist mm. um bureau bureaucratic regime you know and like the people who subscribe to it Tim says at the end Tim Apple says at the end something to the effect of you know, we still have a, a long ways to go. We still have oh, a yeah. lot of progress. Yeah, I heard that and I was like, I was like, you son of a gun. You said the well, words. What, what, right. what possibly could you do? Like if, if he's like, our goal is to make everything carbon neutral. Great. And we have a long ways to go. 
after that. Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Is that not it? Is that not done? Is it well, now is, carbon negative? What are we going to do? This is the whole thing. Bro. This is about the whole thing about their ideology is that there's no, and this plays into your complaint about like, why would I want to spend eternity with that? Is because that there's no clearly defined end. There's no, there's no end for people who it's are, just, who subscribe to this ideology. It's just, it's just progress. Progress. That's endless. It. There's, there's yeah. nowhere like even, even eliminating all carbon from the atmosphere is not enough. It's like, we again even again, if it got to that, that point i googled it because i was like am i just an idiot is carbon not mm-hmm. naturally part of the atmosphere i was like looking it up and i was like okay mm-hmm. carbon dioxide is certainly naturally part of the atmosphere maybe yeah, you gotta have it maybe carbon emissions are just straight carbon like is that is that what it is is carbon emissions mm-hmm. are just straight carbon and so mm-hmm. we want to eliminate all carbon but like how would one eliminate only just carbon i don't it was very perplexing. Again, please, if someone has a PhD in carbon, DM the bit.ly slash crunch discord because I was very confused by this. I spent 20 minutes looking it up before I came. It's why I was late to the podcast. I was it baffled me. She said it so confidently. She's like, right. we're going to eliminate all carbon from the atmosphere. And I was like, hold on. <laughs> I also wanted to stop the presentation and be like, you guys make phones. You don't make yeah. You don't make carbon sucking devices, you know that's not your bag. That's true. Well, they, uh, they they ship them, and they make them in factories that use electricity, and they yeah. package them. They they got mad about leather too, which was another yeah, thing. that was funny. And I was yeah. like, you can make you can make stuff out of cows. We've been doing that for a while. Yeah, it's it's also like crazy to cool. to be like, oh, we got to stop leather. Leather is the one thing, like you can make more. It's a renewable resource. You know, like cows always have skin and we're going to eat it anyway. So we might as well use the skin. It's, it's crazy to me to be like, we got to stop using leather. Why? Because we're going to run out of cows. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it may be like you think it's inhumane, but it's not. There's probably there's probably some like math about how like leather uses too much water or something. And it's like, look, if you can't explain it to me in five minutes, don't explain to me why I should care about it. All right. We've been using right. leather forever. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we shouldn't make, we shouldn't make it in big old factories. Great. Cool. Agreed. Let's just make it ourselves. Yeah. Let's have Johnny down the street, do some leather tanning. He's got some cows. They have pretty mm-hmm. nice skin. They moisturize. I bet we could tan that bad boy, make a nice little belt, make a wristwatch strap. What about sometimes, alligator skin? Use that. Sometimes I think about the life of a, of a piece of leather. And it's like you're on a cow. You're having a good time. Cow dies. You're still there. You get peeled off. You get stretched on a rack in the sun and you get hit with a stick. And then you get yeah. to be on a guy's foot forever. And forever. it's like, wow. And he's like, yeah, you the really did really it. Well. <laughs> yeah. My, my, I have a bag. I have a leather bag that I got. Have you seen oh, it? I've, you oh, I've, bag? I've seen it. It is, uh, oh, it's nice. I bet, I bet all the boys whistle at you when you walk by. Oh, yeah. They love my man purse. It is a fashionable, it is a fashionable bag. It is perfect and it is nice and leathered. And the leather it just keeps getting better with age. Polish it sometimes. It's very nice. It's one of the nicer things that I own. I got it for my really? birthday. Yeah, oh. yeah. And it's soft. Well, don't it tell. Softer with me. Yeah. Don't tell Mother Earth that you did that. Um, I won't. 
The, she apparently is not omni omniscient, so I it, I guess I don't have to. Yeah, gosh, it's funny to me that a deity would need to attend an annual uh, review. But that's that's the other thing, right? Like those, <laughs> this whole this whole skit just just reveals like something about it. People have been dunking on it left and right, and I get it. It's a skit. It's funny. It's whatever. But something about it, I feel like, reveals how these people think. Everything is bureaucracy. Everything is just a business. Divine bureaucracy. What does that I mean? I love you said it. That like I should know what that is. We talked about this with um with the movie Soul about how like the how do you remember that was three years ago? <laughs> no, I, I think because I think about it all the time. It's just it's just it, I mean the Good Place was the same way. It's just the system oh, of yeah. government that you are under changes how you perceive heaven. That's true. And yeah, so that's, that's why that's why like that's why kingdoms and like mm -hmm. the, I mean that's not even that's not even like that's not even that's just biblical, right? Like mm -hmm. God's like, mm -hmm. I'm your king, I'm your judge, right? Like he he yeah. he would he would analogize himself to the the system of government, mm -hmm. but he's not a bureaucracy, right? So it kind of like right. the flip of that means like we should probably model our governments the way that God orders himself and his and and heaven. Mm -hmm. Um and he's not a bureaucracy, you know. Yeah. I I mean I just can't it's no wonder that these people are are sad all the time. You know, because like yeah. because if you think about it, it's like the thing that is the main goal of your life, which is to fix the environment. Like that's the most noble goal that these people have is climate solving climate change. Even that has no discernible end. So they're always chasing after something that they'll never get to. And the, the best that they can hope for, like the highest in this skit, like the highest uh, possible place to be in humanity, the closest you can be to the Godhead in the Holy of Holies is a boardroom meeting. Like, <laughs> so that's all you have to aspire where you could, for. Where you could get in trouble. <laughs> where you can, yes, where where a black woman can scold you. Like, this is the dream that they have. Is like, I'm going to get to a place where I'm never going to be fulfilled and I'm working and the rules are always changing at the whims of, of the, someone else. The yeah. Of the rule, my, right? Like, that my, sounds like hell yeah. to me. You know? My, my effective or my, my happiness or my you know contentment is determined by how well I conform to the machine, right? Yeah. Like that's what a bureaucracy is. It's mm -hmm. incentivizing behaviors so that you act in a certain way. And it's like they're not even they're not even propelled forward by in this skit. They're not even propelled forward by morality or by nobility. I think you're wrong in that. I don't think they're I don't think they're they're in the skit at least they're not propelled forward by morality. They're not even propelled forward by a sense of duty. They're propelled forward by like fear of petty retribution. It's not even punishment. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're they're not there's no there's no like insinuation that Mother Nature was going to harm them or take away apple from them. It was their only it, it was like it was clear that even if they weren't doing the right thing, she was just kind of going to like glare at them a little bit. Like, Oh, Oh, you're going right. to get rid of all carbon by 2050 when it doesn't even matter to you anymore. Cause someone else is in charge now. And it's mm -hmm. like, so if they had, if they had said that you would have just been like rolled your eyes and left. 
You know, it's yeah. it's just like that's that's the, that's hell. The worst thing that could happen is just being kind of like not approved of by by your boss. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I I think even it's that, but even deeper than that, it's like a liberal's worst nightmare is is not being approved of by a black woman. You know, like <laughs> sure, yeah, like maybe. actually, like if we take it, if you take it to the extreme of the way that they have kind of shifted and contorted themselves mm -hmm. around the BLM cause and the feminism cause, yeah, yeah, like all of that is kind of wrapped up in that figure, mm -hmm. and it's like uh, the lengths that people will go to to not offend a black woman, the lengths yeah. that people will go to to not to to feel like a white person will like. Do you remember that thing where the during the George Floyd where Nancy Pelosi and all these other Congress people were like, had the shawls around their necks and they were like kneeling in the, in like the, the Capitol. Do you remember this? No. It's like an iconic photo. It's crazy that you don't remember it, but I'll they, it uh, but they all would, they all went to the, I think it was the Capitol building, all these white Congress people. And they were all wearing African accoutrement and they, they kneeled down and they were basically doing this like, there were a lot, there was a lot of this where there were people were doing these public acts of like humiliation, like the humiliation ritual to like appease themselves to uh, black people to like apologize for the George Floyd killing. It was yeah, very, this, very strange. I've seen and, this. Yeah. But is it not? I mean, it can't, it can't possibly be them praying. I don't, I don't know if they're praying. I, I don't think they're actually, I don't think they're praying at all. I think what they're doing is they are effacing themselves in front of the, the BLM movement or whatever it was at the time. Like they are publicly submitting and like, yeah, saying our whiteness is less than your blackness and we're sorry. And it's like, wow, that is a, uh, it's baked it's in. Kinda, it's just kind of silly. It is kind of silly. It's, it's kind of like, silly. Cause it's, cause it's, it's, yeah. it's not. Should, it's just identity should, politics. Like what is this? Yes. You know, right. Uh, racism is wrong. No, you shouldn't have to say that. You should not be prejudiced against someone based on their race. But like to say that an entire race of people is bad and needs to subjugate themselves underneath another race of people because the the first race had done something wrong in previous generations is just ludicrous. It doesn't make any sense. And so yeah. that that to me is baked well, into this whole and it, it does it does make thing. it does make sense. It does make sense because it's it like makes sense it's, from a certain worldview. Yeah, Not from it, ours. It, it, may, it makes it makes sense because it allows all all revolutions are a way to appease angry masses while maintaining the status quo. Okay, so like the French Revolution was a way to anger to to appease the angry masses, and yet. Mm -hmm the same set like the the middle the middle class like the 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 people who had enough money to be aristocratic but couldn't because of blood they overthrew and then you know the aristocrats they were like for uh we should you know, we should be in liberty and free to do whatever we want and the aristocrats were like cool well yeah we'll join the revolution take down the king hell yeah and they're just like chilling because they have the money and they were on the side of the revolution right and and then you know some people ascend the ladder in the new in the new regime, etc. And so that's kind of that's just what that that's that's what that's what the that's what the progressive wing of liberalism needs to do is mm -hmm. allow allow the 
like the um, I think it's just become more obvious and, and more um, more systematic over time where the ruling class understands they have to lose in order to win. And they're willing. I mean, there's that maxim, right? You can either be right or you can be rich. And they're willing to efface themselves in order to. Uh, like, I mean, I do this in sales meetings sometimes when people are like, you know, like, you know, it's um, people will yell at me. They'll call me back and I'll be like, yeah, I'd like to meet with you about blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, you're sales, blah, 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 blah. And that like all the salesmen, you all the same, whatever. What I want to say and what I'm not going to is, sir, you called me back. What were you going to do? You know, like you called me back because you thought I was a what? A potential customer. So you were going to try and sell me something. Sell me something. So oh. what's the difference between what we're doing right now? Nothing. And yeah. I could say that and I would be right. But I would never get a sale from that. So yeah, but it'd point? be cool. It'd be cool to do once. It'd be cool to and do one time. And that's and that's why I did it once when I was a waiter. I did the clap back once when I was a waiter, and I now I have the story. But tell the story, tell the story, man, real quick. I've told the story, but I I um I tell it very briefly. This man. woman kept demanding a spoon, and I was like taking orders, and I was going to get her a spoon. And she was like, "And get me my spoon," like she said that. And I said, "Ma'am, I am going to need you to say please." And she was very upset. I knew she was a teacher. And so I knew she had said that before to a student because every teacher says that. And she was very upset. And her friends thought it was funny. And everybody in the restaurant thought it was funny. I offered to pay for her meal to my manager because I was oh. like, hey, I'm cool with it. I took it's my responsibility. I'll man up and take the take the bolt. But he was like, that was hilarious. Never do it again. <laughs> and so I got, I got, but I did, I did, did I tell you that I got, um, I got like, uh, verbally, physically threatened uh, over the phone last week. Did I tell you about that? You told me that a guy called you a, a vacuum for a genital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. what you're and talking he told about? Going to come find me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did get a. I did get a clap back with that one because he was like yeah. yelling at me and cursing at me, and I was. A, I I managed to get in. Uh, Sir, most people just hang up, <laughs> <laughs> and that was fun. It's crazy <laughs> where people are like, I'm gonna find you, I'm gonna come get you. It's like, all right. I it. I called your business. I Googled your phone number and your home address came up. What do you what why are you telling me why are you threatening a stranger? That's so dumb. So dumb. Yeah. My address doesn't come up when you Google my phone number. <laughs> well anyway. We've learned a lot today. We're gonna Patrick and I are gonna go threaten some strangers on uh, an episode of another podcast. Yeah. It's the same podcast. I, I, it's just I, I don't I, I need to make sure I don't have any more thoughts on this because I oh no no that, that was the thought. It was like they recognize this is the this is the I mean you guys know me, right? I'm sympathetic to areas of progressivism and sympathetic to areas of conservatism. It's all part of the same project where the conservatives are scripted as the losers, and the reason they can never win is because they can't do the humiliation ritual. And if they do, then they're just liberals. Well, they can't you know? do they can't do either. conservatives can't win because they can't do either. They can't do the, the humiliation ritual and they also can't seize power with violence and force. Like those are the like which <laughs> yeah. which the liberals are also willing to do. The liberals are willing to do both. Like they mm -hmm. are willing to uh do the humiliation ritual and they're also willing to put you in jail for questioning the results of an election or for not getting uh for the some guys in jail right now because he was doing he was posting memes about the the insurrection and he's in jail right now. Like 
it's just the, the whole the whole <laughs> vaccine thing that came up. You know, you're not allowed to be in certain places. People lost their jobs because of that being enforced. And it's like the conservatives lose because they're not willing to go to the same lengths. And so then they're always stuck in this like, oh, you, you know, and that's like, man, I mean, prove it, you know, like prove all the things that you're yeah. going to say. If you're going to say them. So I just have a podcast. I don't. I don't want to stir the pot. I just want to throw a couple. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm, I'm chilling from the outside looking in. I'm above all of this. I'm yeah, we're Catholic. Politics. We don't need to. We don't need to be involved with politics. You guys decided you didn't want us to be a part of this. We got here first, and you're yeah. like, we got this from here. I, I I saw a Twitter thread that was mentioning the conquistador thing, and someone was like, um, one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence was Catholic. I'm like, that's fine. The president is Catholic. Who cares? They don't want us here. You know, they, they've never wanted us here. Bone Jiden. <laughs> assimilate. Bone Jiden. Bone Jiden. We do a lot of things here at the Crunch Enterprise. We've got an Instagram page where we're very active. You can follow us at the Crunchcast. Um, but the most important thing that you can do is support our work on Patreon. We are trying with all that we have. Like all of my energy, all of my might, all of my force, all of my power is going towards creating a show and creating a network and creating a community where Catholicism and and the views of the Catholic Church are understandable and attractive to as many people as possible. We try to use humor. We try to use the intellect. We try to That's use why current we make events. A great team because I'm understandable. And, and I'm attractive. You're understandable and I'm attractive. Okay. Yeah, just <laughs> you said it backwards. You said it wrong. I switched it. We try to use all these things to create a case uh, in a very yeah. human way for the Catholic Church. And if you think that that's a worthwhile cause, that's why we're doing this. And that's why we ask for money on Patreon so that we can do it more and do it better. We've recently upgraded a lot of parts about our, uh, our operation. We're paying an yes. accountant. We're paying. I got a new pancreas. Patrick got a new pancreas, like beef yeah. jobs. We was were, we're paying for some subscription services online. That makes it easier for us to record and upload. Patrick thinks he's still funny as always. I think but, I think I think that it's funny to refer to organ transplants as I got it used. Yeah, secondhand like, how shop. Else would you get it? Yeah. <laughs> how else would you get it? <laughs> It'd be funny to buy a hand at the secondhand shop because really it'd be your third hand, you know? So they would need yeah. a third hand shop for you. Anyway. If you like what we're doing, if you enjoy the show, maybe you've been a listener for a long time, five bucks a month would really, really go a long way. So go to patreon.com slash the crunch, sign up. When you join, you get access to an exclusive uh, channels in discord for patrons only. You sign up at $10 a month. You get access to over 50 bonus episodes that we've done that all exist on the Patreon page. Including so, our virtual pilgrimage to the Holy Land. And then you also get an extra exclusive uh, discord channel so that's yes. right so please consider it we're really trying to do something big here we're trying to make a difference we're trying to make a case for the church that the pseudo protestants on instagram are not making so and if you work at a newman center or a college campus ministry and didn't get an email from us and feel left out and go oh man i could have got an email from the crunch guys Oh no! First of all, check your spam and or email me at Patrick at the Crunchcast.com. <laughs> yes, we're doing we're doing book a live show with us. We're doing live shows all over the country. Book a live show. Book a live show. Book a live show right now. And if you and, and, if, you, and if you book if you book one and then you refer another Newman oh. Center in your area, we'll oh. give you 
both a discount. We'll give you a discount because it's free. Well, it's kind of free, but you know what I'm saying. But it's like easy for us to get. Like if you're if you're at the Oratory in Pittsburgh and you get like you know Slippery Rock University to do a live show, we'll just drive an hour to fucking Slippery Rock. We'll just like drive an hour to Slippery Rock. It'd be so great. It'd be so easy. It'd be so cool. do it. It'd be or if you, awesome. I guess Franciscan would also be like good. Franciscan would also be there. If any of you work at Franciscan, tell them you want to do the live show, but don't tell them that I do the podcast because I don't think they like me anymore. I don't think they like me either. Nobody nobody likes me. Nobody hires me for speaking events anymore. I owe Franciscan money. Never finished paying me back. I don't I can't hear what you're saying, but I love you so much. I do right, I didn't finish we got paying the for my master's degree. <laughs> oh, you didn't? <laughs> what do you mean? I thought your master's degree was I have paid like four hundred dollars balance on my account and they're like Patrick, you owe us four hundred dollars. <laughs> Just see how long you can get away with not paying it. I was thinking about that. That'd be really funny. <laughs> oh, okay. That's been our show. Patrick, do you got anything else for the people? Hey, if anybody has four hundred twenty-five bucks lying around, I'd really like my master's degree. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you next week.